from the Stereo Sound Record Studios, your home for the best in unsigned and indie punk, rock, and metal. This is The Mosh Pit with your host, Wes Everett. and whiskey walk hard welcome to the mosh pit i am your host wes everett and this is my special guest miss caitlin may from your canadian is that right 
I'm from Wales in the Wales. UK. <laughs> okay, yeah, I knew I was gonna get that wrong. I just looked at it and I was like, she's not from the states, but. Well, I'm glad that I could even pass as Canadian. That's that's pretty cool because uh, I'm I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of the Welsh accent. I probably shouldn't say that. I'll be in trouble now. <laughs> I like it. I, I love it. I, I love your accent. I think it's I think it's great. And it's <laughs> Thank and it's kind of cool because when this airs. We're a month out from our Welsh Fest because my hometown was actually settled by the Welsh back in 18 something, 17 something. Oh, wow. I should know. We just celebrated 150 years. So that's amazing. Wow. Small world. (laughs) Exactly. Well, Miss Caitlin May, before we get into it, how you been? How how are you doing? Anything new? I've been really good and I think it's been a really fun and energizing start to 2023 because I often say to my family and friends that January for me every year is kind of a a really depressing month because you've got a whole whole year uh, before Christmas rolls around again and you've just spent all this time with your family and doing all of these traditions that you have during the holidays and then January is this quiet month where you know you don't you're just trying to get over the the holiday period and you've had all this joy and all all this time spent with your family um but this year it's been really different because I knew I had the release of my latest single to look forward to and it's been a really jam-packed few few weeks maybe even it's it's been eight weeks since I started promoting Fiona so it's been a really cool run and I'm glad that I decided to do it over an eight-week period instead of four weeks because you get to enjoy it for longer that's awesome that is awesome (laughs) so Fiona just dropped well as of as of recording this it just dropped um tell tell us Give us kind of the um, the backstory writing it, how it came together. So Fiona was actually the very first song that I wrote acoustically when I learned to play guitar in lockdown. So it it was a very different approach to songwriting than I'd been used to because before I could play guitar or any instrument, it would just be um you know a vocal a melody line and lyrics and and the instruments and everything else and production would come much later down the line when i would get into the studio and and you'd start to have start to paint this bigger picture and what the song would end up looking like and sounding like um so fiona was a very very different song to write and i really did have a blast it, it actually was written really quickly because some songs take, you know, hours, some songs take weeks, some songs take, you know, coming back to them in a year's time and then finishing it off. But Fiona was written probably within 30 minutes and I didn't want to change anything. I just felt like this is right and this is what it's supposed to be. And I I was excited from day one to take it to the studio and ended up not taking it to the studio until summer 2022. And it was written in lockdown of 2020. So it, it was a while before I, I uh, went into the studio and recorded it, even though I always knew I wanted to release it. Um, but it it just didn't ever feel like the right time. And now it's going to be a part of a bigger project, so an EP. And I feel like that's what I was waiting for because it goes on, the EP goes on to tell the rest of the story. Severed Blaze, Alive or Blind. Thank you. 
<laughs> oh wow so it's kind of a concept album yeah so fiona because in, in a way fiona is very different to all my other songs because it doesn't particularly have a beginning middle and end it just tells the story of one feet like one feeling and one emotion rather than there being any sort of resolve to that emotion and and kind of finding your way out of that feeling it's more just actually admitting that this is how you felt and you hadn't found a solution to it yet so Fiona is about feeling lonely and also feeling like you are the only person experiencing it and the chorus talks about how you you feel like uh Fiona's princess tower is uh or your princess tower is taller than Fiona's and how in a way you're you're jealous of this idea that somebody could come and save you and you don't feel like that's going to be the ending to your story and so I wanted to go on and kind of create a journey where it does get better and that's what the remainder of the EP will kind of go on to say hmm. I'm very intrigued I am very interested in hearing how this plays out <laughs> thank you so when does the EP drop so I haven't got a finalized date for the EP as a whole, but my next single will be coming out on, actually, I'm just going to double check so I don't get it wrong, on March 24th. And I will be in Nashville at the time when the release comes out. Oh, very cool. Is that <laughs> part of a tour or is that, what do you got going for the, uh, for March? Yes, so I will be touring Nashville in March. I'll be there for most of the month, and I wish I could stay longer, um, but I have to get back and finalize a few things in the UK before I move permanently to Nashville in July, ready to start university classes in August. But in the meantime, I will be touring. The, the next single is called Seasons Change, and that's also the title of the EP as a whole. So this next song is really important to me and does tell a huge chunk of the next step of the story I think so I'll be excited to tour that and to play venues that I haven't played in a few months since the last time I was in Nashville that is awesome congratulations and wishing you the best of luck on all of that thank you so much so you're gonna be in Nashville we're like our studio is less than five hours from Nashville Oh, seriously? Yes. So if you get some downtime, ride out. I'd love to have you in studio. I would so love that. Really. <laughs> You'll probably be sorry that you said that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I, there's there's no way. I've had a ton of people in here, and I have absolutely loved every minute of every one of them. We actually, right before we started this interview, I actually had to run some people off because they were here, and we did a live jam session oh, with wow, three awesome. bands just hanging out in the studio and it was so much fun. And oh if you're God. that close, I'm going to have to put you in on one. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> Seriously. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now going back to Fiona, something major happened with that release. Am I right? 
Yes. So um, I I stayed up. I already knew that I would uh, until gone midnight when it hit the stores, you know, all music platforms. I made my whole family, everybody in my house stayed up to to wait for the release. And it came in straight at number one in the iTunes charts. And it was in the singer songwriter charts, too, because I, I usually put my songs into the country charts primarily mm-hmm. um but this song really delved into more of a subgenre even though it still has that modern country storytelling feel to it it kind of delved into a a darker world and and it had synths in it and electric guitars and it was very different to the vibes of my other songs and so i felt like its home was in the singer songwriter uh genre and it hit the charts at number one. So I was beyond excited. And it was it's fair to say I couldn't sleep for a long time after that just because I was so, so excited and, and riled up. And <laughs> Oh, I can imagine. And that is that is awesome. Congratulations on that. Thank you so much. That is I can you even put into words what the feelings were when it launched at number one? Like what it felt like of Wow. Honestly, <laughs> I'm I'm not somebody who usually cries, but I I was on the verge of crying happy tears because it's so it is quite an emotional journey and an overwhelming journey just because you've been promoting that song and living your life through that song for so long. Um and especially being an independent artist and not having the huge teams that these huge stars have around them so so having smaller more intimate teams it really is something that you're all heavily involved in from from beginning to end and so to see it hit number one was just a feeling like no other and I'm I'm pretty talkative but I was honestly speechless (laughs) that's awesome that's awesome I love it I love it thank you so let's talk about your influences where you pull you know for your music so even though i'm from the uk and the modern country music scene is definitely not as big as it is in the us Mm -hmm. i grew up traveling between the uk and the us because my parents bought a holiday home in florida when i was only two years old so I felt like I I never knew any different. And whenever we were in the States, um, we were were staying at our villa and you'd get in the car and you'd travel anywhere, you would turn on the radio and you'd always hear modern country music. And that's not something that ever happened when, especially when I was a really little girl in the UK, just because country music was even less popular in the UK like 10 years ago than it is today so it's definitely grown massively since then and occasionally you do hear modern country songs on the radio just you know as you're going about your day and and driving in your car so that's really cool to hear Um, but back when I was really young I definitely drew influences from there and I'm so glad that I did because the storytelling aspect to country music has got to be my favorite thing in the entire world. And it does feel like you are experiencing everything that the songwriter experienced in their past. And like you're living their story when you're listening to their songs. So I always wanted to do that through my own music someday. 
Caitlin May, Fiona. think you're doing it i really do i've i've followed you for a while and just talented i mean i love your music i do oh my gosh thank <laughs> you that really does mean the world to me 
Well, I mean it. And just seeing the talent and that's, that's something that, that I've really focused on with this podcast is finding the talented ones and really helping bring more fans to them. Like this podcast isn't about me. It's about the bands that I promote. That is so incredible. And it just, it, it, it's so cool just watching all these bands around me just grow and get that recognition that they deserve. That's, that's something that I love too. I, I love the fact that, you know, there is a community for independent artists and, and, and artists who are growing and, and learning and coming into themselves because to, to listen to their interviews and hear them talk about their stories is really special. Mm. And uh, yeah, I just, I love it. That's awesome. Are there, um, so you, so let's talk about your tour. So you're doing a tour in Nashville, correct? Yes. So I, I toured last year, um, three times in not, not just Nashville, um, but other places in Tennessee. I also, um, appeared at an award show in Atlanta, Georgia, and I visited Indiana for the first time for the country or for the who's who country music awards. So I got to do a lot of traveling last year and I absolutely loved it. And so I'm excited to get back out to Tennessee to tour for the fourth time and the first time in 2023. So I have been honestly, since the last time I, I got back to the UK and landed in London airport, I wanted to book my flights back to Nashville and I managed to do that maybe I think a week and a half ago now so I it just felt like it was a long time coming even though it's only been a couple of months but I I can't wait to be back very cool very cool what um what are the what are your favorite venues in Nashville to play so I have been lucky enough to play the Bluebird Cafe a few times and I love it there because even though it only seats 90 people, it's such, it, it is an intimate setting, but it also feels like there are more people in the room than there are because it's always fully packed, fully booked. And the, there's always people being turned away at the door and the line just goes down the street. And it's so cool to see that. And especially to know that those people who line up and want to to come and watch the artists play at that venue they know that they're going to watch original songs and I think that is really cool because a lot of the time especially in the UK people only want to hear covers and it's hard to break through in the original music scene but Nashville is definitely all for original music and artists telling their own stories and sharing their music with the world so I really do think that is special and Something that is definitely on my bucket list is to play the Grand Ole Opry because I was lucky enough to accept an award at the Josie Music Awards, which was held at the Grand Ole Opry and actually walk up and stand on that stage. So to actually go on and perform songs on that stage would be a dream come true. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would just be I've actually never been to the Grand Old Opry. That's definitely on my bucket list too. It's magical. It is so magical. Just standing in there and and looking around at, at the venue and you're just in total awe. Yeah, not just the spectacle of it itself, but so many greats that have walked on that stage. Yeah. 
Yes, yes. that's that's cool. I, I I said that I had to stop myself from actually getting down and kissing the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Post COVID, not a good idea. <laughs> no, no, very true. That's what was stopping me. <laughs> Uh, I can't say I blame you. Um, let's talk about your uh, your goals for 2023. What do you What are your top three? So, oh, it's it's actually really. I I do have really big dreams, um, but it's hard in a way to narrow it down to to goals for 2023 because so many of my dreams up until this point are coming. Th- coming true this year I have wanted to move to Nashville for as long as I could remember and I'm finally getting to do that this year and making that dream a reality uh, so I'm I'm excited for that and I think you know there are going to be hurdles and and things to overcome but I'm so excited to meet those challenges head on and just see where this whirlwind of a year is going to take me but I would so some of my goals that may may I mean they are for 2023 but they may be you know even further in the future are uh, to be signed to you know a, a big label and maybe release my 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 debut album rather than just an EP because it's quite a it's quite a scary thing to think about releasing a whole album as an independent artist and not exactly knowing if you're going to be able to promote it to the extent you want and if it's going to have the reach that you want it to have so I definitely think to have a label behind you to do something so big would be helpful I'd also love to sign a publishing deal just because I think that would also help me fulfill a lot of dreams um, being able to write for for artists that are are legendary and icons in my eyes um, and just that being able to fuel the financial side of continuing as an independent artist and making that a full-time career so those are definitely two big goals and my my third goal would be to play at the Grand Ole Opry the Mosh Pit is still looking for unsigned and indie artists to submit music to be featured on the podcast. You can submit your music at the Mosh Pit at stereosoundrecords.com. All submissions are welcome. You can also submit topic ideas if you want us to talk about a particular subject. Oblivion Gate, pretty when she's sick.
Those are good goals. Those are very good goals. <laughs> so you're doing everything independent. Everything is just on your dime, on your time. You don't have a backing at all? No, I, so I'm fully independent and I have had a couple of offers from smaller labels, but I, I didn't feel like they were the right fit for me. Um, and when it's right, I think I'll know that that's the right path to choose and there won't be any doubt in my mind, but I am very lucky that the team I do have around me are, even though we are small, we are mighty and they are incredible people. I mean, my, my mum is my manager or momager and she is incredible. I could not ask for a better person or a better support system to stand by me and help me through the highs and lows of being an independent artist. I'm lucky to be able to work with, um, I work with Scarlet River, who are a promotions company here in the UK. So they are incredible too. And I just wouldn't want to be on this journey without the people that I've met along the way and the people who support me and stand by me and, you know, help me because a lot of the time you you can't do it as a one-man band being an independent artist. I mean, I all the photos that I have for my releases are done by the same photographer and he sponsors me. So it's unique photography services. And I love working with him. I love getting to create these crazy elaborate ideas and actually turn them into a physical being and, and no longer just this idea that I painted in my head. So I love the fact that he's always up for a challenge and, and wants to, to work with me on future releases. Um, I record at the Sound Kitchen Studios in Franklin, Tennessee, and I love my producer there, Daniel Ford. So I'm just very grateful for the people who are in my life right now. There's nothing better than a good team. A good team will make money absolutely obsolete. So true. So true. Yeah. The money will come in time. I've always heard that. The money will come in time. It's the team that you build around you is, yeah. is the win. It's so true. And and also, I know that money, unfortunately, makes the world turn around. It does. It, it's not <laughs> It's not that I've always thought to myself, oh, I want to have all this money and be this rich mm. person. The only, like, the only time money ever comes into it is knowing that I want it to fuel me being able to do this full time for the rest of my life. Because they say that if you love what you do, then you'll never work a day in your life. That's right. <laughs> that's right and and i can already tell that you're you know you're in the right business because i i've interviewed a couple and they're like man we're about money oh. <laughs> you're in the music business for money <laughs> yeah you may as well yeah. go ahead and turn in your guitar now pawn shop <laughs> yeah, down the road <laughs> <laughs> and i think as well it definitely affects your drive being motivated by money because you're mm -hmm. almost reaching for the wrong star mm -hmm. it, it's not about that and and i think you do lose passion because you write the songs that you think will make money and not the songs that are fueled by your emotions and your experiences and your past. And I think it's nice to tell a story that you truly feel connected to and not a story that you think will make the most money. Mm -hmm. That's, that's it. hundred percent. Mm -hmm. But I, like I said, you're going to make it. I, I a hundred percent agree and believe in it. 
because you're doing some awesome things. I've been watching. Thank you so much. Um, before I let you run away, uh, where can everybody find you on the social medias? So you can find me at Caitlin May Music across all social media platforms, except for Twitter, which is Caitlin May UK. And I am looking into getting it changed because the account that has my username is actually inactive and has been for over 10 years. Um, <laughs> so hopefully soon that'll be changed. And you can find me across all music platforms at Caitlin May. I have a Patreon account. I have a YouTube channel and they're all the same name. And you can spell it C-A-I-T-L-I-N and May, M-A-E, just because I know there are so many ways to spell both names. Yes, there is. But hopefully we will get you some more followers, some more new fans. Let, let me ask you, have you ever, um, what is the best advice that you've ever received for the, the music? Oh, the best advice that I've ever received. I have to think about it because I've definitely, a lot of people have, have given me great advice that I've definitely stood by and tried to live my life by. And I would probably go back to advice that my, my parents gave me from a very young age. And that is just to chase the dream, you know, because it's not going to chase you. You have to, you have to go for your dreams and reach for them with both hands and, you just never give up because your success or or what you consider your success story could be, you know, right around the corner and you might give up today and you might have found that dream that you've been chasing after all your life tomorrow. You know, you, you never know what tomorrow will bring. So it's just important to, to keep chasing those dreams. That's good. Now, do you have any advice for any bands trying to make a name for themselves? I think... Just never stop believing in yourself because it's so important to have a support system and to grow a fan base and to find people that you really connect with and a community that you can rely on. But it all starts with believing in yourself because if you don't have that self-belief, then nobody else will believe in you because it, it's. I think it's something that you can sense in somebody. You can sense when somebody's given up or when they're ready to throw the towel in. And as long as you always believe, you always keep reaching for the stars, then people will be there by your side to support you and reach for the stars with you. Definitely. Definitely. Well, Miss Caitlin, thank you so much for sitting in on this Mosh Pit podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I've had a blast. Same here. And I'd love to catch up with you maybe six months. Maybe Definitely. when you get to Nashville, if you have some time. I would love that more than anything. Very cool. Well, we will uh, we'll set a date and see if we can make it happen. That's incredible. I will hopefully see you in person really soon. That would be awesome. And I'll keep you posted on the, um, the singer-songwriter acoustic jam sessions. We are still working on that name because that is a long title. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. That sounds incredible. And I would love to be a part of it. Okay. Well, we'll see what we can set up. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hope you have a great rest of your night. You too. Right. Speak to you really soon. Yes, ma'am. Bye. Bye. Speak easy. Deny.
Yeah.